Hey friends, I have had an amazing problem happening in my life. You see, the more work I do in the LGBTQ community and advocating for people's rights in faith, the more people want to talk with me and the more time consuming it becomes. I love this problem. There's nothing that gives me more joy than to walk with people spiritually through some of these most trying times. But I could use your help, the listeners of this show, by helping me crowdfund this show and this work. You can go to www.joannawhaley.com slash donate, and you can give a gift to keep this work moving forward. There's also a link in the show notes. Today, we're going to be touching on a heavy topic. We're going to be talking about death. Showed me we're running in the same race. We're dying. Well, last winter, I'm coming out of church service at my local church uh, that I attend, and I meet this woman. And our pastor says, Oh, you two need to know each other. So we start chatting. And I'm I'm talking to this woman named Christina. And She is the director of spiritual care at the University of Michigan. And she tells me, hey, you would be really good at this thing called chaplaincy. And I'm like, okay, tell me more. First of all, I didn't even really know that it was a thing. For me, I only thought it was something that like Catholic priests did, um, like on the battlefield. I didn't really know they were in hospitals. And so... What I learned was that there are literally people, ministers and pastors that work for hospitals who walk with people through some of the most intense spiritual and life moments you could think of. And I applied for this thing called CPE, Clinical Pastoral Education, and I, uh, I ended up getting accepted into this program to um, learn how to be a hospital chaplain. And oh my goodness, did I fall in love with this work. I've talked about this previously on the show, but not only did I have these amazing cohort members that I was a part of, Alyssa and Sam, it, we, we just connected, the three of us girls, and just had a blast together learning about this new thing that none of us had ever done before. And I will never forget the first time I got called for an, what's called an EOL or an end of life. I was shaking. I was nervous. Of course, I'm not going to share like extreme detail with you because of like HIPAA laws and stuff, but I just remember being so afraid the first time I went to a pager call for a death, somebody who was actively dying. I get up to the room and I I get up to the, the ICU The doctor finds me and sees me and says, hey, here are the families in the room. They really wanted to talk to a chaplain. And for me, I'm I'm shaking. I walk in the room and say, hi, I'm Joanna. I'm the chaplain on call tonight. 
and I just wanted to spend some time with you right now because I know that you're all going through a very intense moment and I want to hold some space for you and over the next it was probably a 45 to an hour hour visit I mean I was able to just hold space for people to mourn and to recount their loved one's life and as we held hands and prayed together this person breathed their last breath. It was one of the most peaceful ways that someone could die. And there I was in this moment with this family and I fell in love with this work. And over that semester of learning in the hospital, I was confronted with so many people who held very fundamental Christian values and I would walk in a room and because there was a death happening or there was something traumatic happening, you know what's amazing is no one cared that I was a transgender woman. Never, never in those moments. Sure, I had a couple instances, but they weren't like traumatic or death. It was just somebody in the hospital, but I had zero instances in these moments at the end of a life in when, when the stakes were highest that somebody cared that I was queer here's the thing we are all on the same path together unfortunately Every single human being that's alive, every single person that's listening to this, sorry to depress you, but every single one of us will die someday. Now, the the ages may vary as time goes on, but it's inevitable. Death is part of the human experience. And I experienced it many, many times in the hospital setting. A good friend of mine, another chaplain in the hospital, her name's Jay, and she wrote a book with some of her, uh, some, some friends of hers called The Mantle of Mercy. And this book just details some of the most heart-wrenching moments of death and how these chaplains, who are Muslim chaplains, and how they navigated this world of death and mourning. And as I talked with Jay in person too, I said like that people don't care what we believe. They just care that you care. They, they, they care that you're with them in those moments. Author Daniel Dennett in his book, uh, Breaking the Spell, He argues that there is a natural spectrum of good and and bad circumstances and inevitabilities in life. He says, we can assume that religion and love and music and and all these things we value as in human life uh, that are good are natural things. But we should also understand that there's another end of that spectrum where drug use and war and ultimately death are also natural. 
It's hard to think that these things are natural experiences in humanity. In the tarot tradition, there, there's this card and this character called Major Arcana, uh, who represents death. And, and his tradition, in this tradition, they paint this picture of him striding across the world, cutting down priests and, and princes and, and, and the lowly people of the world. But this concept that death comes for everyone, and it doesn't matter our social status or our accomplishment. What matters is the love we experience and those we loved most. Our ideologies, our politics, our theology doesn't matter on the deathbed. It really doesn't. Because I've watched it hundreds of times now. I'll never forget my grandfather's funeral. This was the first time I ever really experienced death and understood what was going on. I, I had experienced death before as a child, but never, never where I understood it. But my grandfather's death was the first time I, I understood what was going on. And there was a song that just still rings in my heart today. It's called On Eagle's Wings, and it says, He will raise you up on eagle's wings, bear you on the breath of dawn, make you to shine like the sun, and hold you in the palm of his hand. This is the first time when I looked around. I think this was the moment for me that spirituality became real. To watch a room full of hundreds of people there to celebrate the life of my grandfather all singing a song that had hope for something beyond death this song always still means a lot to me every time i hear it there are people that care that you exist and our life may be short on this earth, but there are people that care inside of that life we have. My hope and prayer is that we don't get so caught up in our dogmas. We don't get so caught up in our theology and our ideology and our political affiliation and our, our stances on A, B, C, D, because at the end of your life, what's gonna matter the most is who's around that bed, who's around the hospital bed, who's around, who's at the funeral. It's gonna be about who you loved, not who you argued against. Every day I deal with this. I deal with this as an LGBTQ person of faith, where I am told every day how I'm wrong and how I'm wrong, how I'm wrong. And I guarantee you, neither one of us will care about each other at the end of our lives. We will care about those we love the most.
I look at my three children and I could care less if they ever hear anything I record or sing or write. I could care less what they think about what I believe, about how I advocate for trans rights. I don't give a crap if they ever hear it. All I care about is that those kids know that I love them and that I gave them the best I could in this life. So as you and me continue to navigate this life together, this natural existence of the spectrum of humanity, I just want to encourage you, find the way to love. Find the way to let your spirit lead, not our ideology, not our politics, but let your love that is naturally inside of your spirit lead you and let it fight for the good things in life. I want to support you. If you listen to this show and you're somebody who's wrestling with these questions, it doesn't even have to be LGBTQ things. It can just be life in general. I'm here to listen. You can email me and go to my website, www.joannawhaley.com and contact me through there. I would love to hear your story and help you live the best life you can. This show is a production of Whaley Media. We release a new episode every weekday. And I just want to thank you so much for being here. Do me a favor, subscribe and share and comment and rate this show wherever you listen. We'll see you tomorrow. Live your life free. Soon dry up. You show me how to tune out the liar. I found that his prophecies were made to make him right. Amen. Come on, see that.